Good evening, committed men. It's uh, It's been a little while since I've posted, so I've been looking forward to this. Uh, I took a little break, a much needed break, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you guys tonight. Uh, when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about tonight, I was having trouble thinking about, you know, coming up with something that, that I thought, well, what would be meaningful? And I thought, well, what do I need to hear? I'll talk to myself and maybe there's somebody out there that, that needs to hear what what I'm thinking and what I've been going through over the last week or so. Actually, the last couple of months. Um, how many of you guys just get tired? You just get tired. You're working every day. It's getting hotter. Uh, if you work out in the heat, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't have to tell you about that. Uh, you've got a lot on your plate. You're juggling a lot of plates at one time. Um, you, you know, you've got, you're taking care of your family. You're trying your best to live right. You're going to church. You're watching, you know, as, as many sermons as you can on your way to and from work, maybe on your lunch break, you're trying to read your Bible when you can find time to fit it in. You're doing all the right things, but you're still just tired. And you can't seem to catch a break. And then when you, you think you're about to catch a break, you get a gut punch of some kind. Either uh, you get your car breaks down or you have a flat or you get a bill in the mail that you didn't know you were going to get or you get an illness that you didn't see coming and you're totally blindsided or, uh, you, you know, something happens and you, your electricity goes off at the worst possible time. I was I was trying to... Uh, post a, a, a lecture one night for one of my classes that I teach. And uh, right when I was almost finished recording it, this has been a while back, but I was almost through and a storm came through. The internet got knocked out. I lost my video and it was like two hours worth of work. And it's like, oh, oh my gosh, really? Uh, why? Five more minutes. <laughs> Five more minutes and I would have been okay. So, you know, it's not because you're a bad person. It's not because you're doing the right things. It's just part of life. Life is just hard sometimes. And I thought, you know, what what does the Bible say about being tired? If we get tired or if we're feeling fatigued or if we're stressed out or, you know, if we're, if we're just having, having a hard time coming to grips with keep on keeping on, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not easy sometimes to do that. And as men, we do not have uh, the luxury of not taking care of our families. That's just, we don't have the luxury of uh, not leading the way that we're supposed to. God has called us to do those things, and we have to do those whether we feel like it or not sometimes. Um, so I looked up, I sat and studied for a little while and got online and got in the concordance on my phone and just Googled various scriptures that I felt like would encourage me as well as some of you guys. Uh, maybe some, some of these I've heard before. Some of these I have not heard before. Um, and I'm just going to go through a few of them. And there's so many. There's more than I could possibly list. But I'll just go through a few of them that I, that I came across that I thought were pretty good. Galatians 6, 9, and 10 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. 
So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those uh, who are of the household of faith. So this is, you know, don't grow weary if you're doing the right thing. If you know in your heart that you're doing the right thing, then just keep on doing what you're doing. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Where do we get our strength from? We get it from God. We get it from from our prayer and fasting and doing the right things. Do I always do that the way I should? Absolutely not. I, I fall way short of the ideal by light years. I, I try really hard, but nobody's perfect. Is that a good excuse to not try? Absolutely not. You should try your hardest whether you're going to meet the mark or not because none of us are. But that doesn't mean that we can just give up and, and not try at all. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, Come to me, all you uh, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Psalms 34 and 17 says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. So here's a thought, and I'm probably more guilty of this than at least as guilty as anybody that could possibly watch this, probably more so. When we do have a struggle and when we do get tired and, and we get fatigued and we just do not feel like we can do it anymore, who do we turn to? Do we... You know, when you turn your, when you turn, things start turning hard and getting difficult and you feel yourself getting fatigued, who do you turn to? Do you turn to God or do you pull up your phone and call your friend? Do you call the pastor uh, or a friend in Christ and say, oh, I need you to pray for me? Is that a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing for some, to ask somebody to pray for you, but do you talk to God yourself? If you were to pray for yourself, for your situation, do you talk to him enough to where, you know, he would... He would recognize your voice if you, if you, you know, if you talk to him. It, if you don't call a friend for months at a time, and all of a sudden you're in a bind and you need some some help, you're stuck on the side of the road, and you call him, is that friend going to say, "Oh, I talked to him today. I talked to him yesterday. I talked to him all the time. We're very good friends. We have a close relationship. I better answer this call. He might need me." Or do you call your friend? And he said, man, I hadn't heard from this guy in six months. Nope, not going to answer that one. <laughs> you know, how, how, what, what does your relationship with God look like? Is he not going to show up? He's not going to hear if you pray? No. But who do you want to hear from? Do you want to hear from somebody that has a close relationship with you that needs something? Or do you want to hear from a, a cousin or a friend or someone that you haven't heard from in two years and all of a sudden they call you up and they want something? You know, why would we think that God feels any different? He wants to have a relationship with us too. So am I the only person, probably not, who their first in instinct is to, to panic or say, oh, woe is me. Uh, I'm, I'm a victim. I've, I've been done wrong and, and I didn't deserve this. And oh, just, just wring my hands. Oh, the, the sky is falling. You know, I don't think I'm probably the only person that feels that way, but it's not the right thing to do. I posted a video a few days ago. I uh, don't know if any of you guys watched it. It was a short video, maybe 30 seconds or so. And the guy was, uh, the preacher was saying, you know, what if we treated our Bible like we treat our cell phone? You know, we don't even leave the house without our cell phones anymore. 
I can't tell you how many times I've left the house without it and stopped and turned around and went back home because I needed to have it on me. What if we treated our Bible like that? What if instead of getting on our phone and calling somebody and freaking out when things get hard and we get tired, what if we opened up our Bible and said, you know what, how can I get, God, show me, show me something in here. Give me some strength. Give me some, some guidance. Uh, give me some encouragement. That's not my first natural thing to do, but it should be. So I need to work on that. That's something that I need to work on. So treat your, maybe like that guy said, treat your Bible like your cell phone. Carry it around like you've got to have it. You can't live without it because we can't. If you really want to, you know, if you really want to get serious about it, we can't live without the Bible. We can't live without God's word in our life. It's just, it's so much harder. But we all get struggles. We all have struggles. We all have challenges. We all get tired. But Jesus said, take up your cross and, and follow me. And that that's, you know, those were his instructions. And, you know, it's it's our job to keep keep working despite the fact that we're tired. If that's why that's why the body of Christ is so important. It's for us to encourage one another and give each other strength and say, you know what, brother, I'm sorry you're going through this. I know it's a tough time. I know you're struggling, uh, but I want you to know that I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. You're going to make it through this. We're going to make it through this together. I've been through something similar, or I've gone through something that you know that I didn't think I was going to make it through, but God pulled me through. You know, there's something to be said about being at, being able to identify with someone and being able to realize, you know what? There's not something wrong with me. This is just part of life. God is there for me just like he was there for them. And one day you can be the person with the testimony. You can be the person that says, you know what? I was tired and I was going through something, but you know what? Now I'm not. And so I'm going to be there for the people that need me. And for the people that are going through it, I can tell them, look, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is something that you, you know, you can make it through this. This is not something that's going to kill you. This is going to make you stronger. You're going to learn something from this. Think about the disciples. Uh, I was listening to Stephen Furtick a while back, and he was talking about the disciples being tired. After they got through feeding the 5,000 men, probably 20,000 people total, by the time you add their wives and their kids, <clears throat> Lugging around those baskets of fish and bread to 5,000 people, you know, 12 people feeding them, I would think that they're probably pretty tired. Immediately following that, what does Jesus do? He tells them, get in the boat and row across the sea. I'll meet you on the other side. And uh, listening to Stephen Furtick talk about this, it was really pretty funny, the illustration that he gave, but it's still the case. Jesus didn't say, all right, you're tired. Chill out for a little while. He said, you know what? I know you just fed 5,000 people. I know there's a big storm coming in, but get in the boat and row across. <laughs> And he sent them straight into a storm. And then that's when, you know, right after that's when he, he comes walking on the water and Peter walked on the water. It was one of the most miraculous parts of the Bible, in my opinion. And it, it all came to pass because they, they did what they were supposed to do, whether they were tired or not. So what level of sacrifice are you willing to give? How much work are you willing to give in spite of the fact that you're tired of the challenges that you're facing? Because as a man, we don't have the luxury of quitting. Our families, they depend on us. Uh, we have to still provide for them, even when we don't feel like it. We're their example. We're the leaders of our home, the spiritual leaders of our home. And it is our job to set an example to our, our wives and our children. Um, I've heard it said this way before. A chain is as strong as its weakest link. It's only as strong as its weakest link. And the husband and the father of the home should not be, the priest of the home should not be the weakest link. You, you shouldn't. 
that should your goal should be to be the foundation that your family stands on. So it's our calling, it's our duty, it's the expectation God has for us. It's not comfortable, it's not always fun, but it's it's still our spiritual duty to to be strong when we when we don't feel like we are. Um, and if doing the right thing was easy and working hard was easy, then everybody would do it and it wouldn't be a problem. So just know that the reward comes through the hard work that, that men have to do, even when we don't feel like it. If something's easy to get, if it's easy to obtain, then it probably doesn't have any value. So if you're not struggling and you're not working hard and you don't think it's difficult living for God, then you may not be doing it right. You might want to second, second guess whether or not you're actually doing the right thing. If it's not hard for you to get up and go to work and work six hours a day in the heat, you know, if that's not difficult for you, then I don't know if you're actually doing that. I've done it before and it's not easy. So if living the right life was easy, everybody would do it. Uh, there was one other scripture I wanted to, to share. Uh, Proverbs, let's see, I believe it's Proverbs 16. Let me let me look real quick. Yeah, 16 and 3. This, this will give you an idea of why it's important to, you know, focus all of your, your efforts towards living the right way in a biblically sound way that men are supposed to live. And Proverbs 16 and 3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and your thoughts shall be established. Another interpretation says that you, you know, you will be successful. Uh, and I can't think of a more successful way to live than to live for God and to be an example to other people and to support other people. So, um, again, I'm preaching at myself. Anytime I try to think of something to talk about on this um, on this Facebook page, I try to talk to myself first uh, because. I, you know, if, if I need to hear it, I am so far from perfect, it's crazy. But if I still need to hear it, then there's probably somebody else that does too. And that's all I have for tonight. I won't keep you guys any longer. I, uh, I love you guys. love this group. I love watching these videos. Uh, they really help me uh, to hear from other guys that are, that are going through struggles and that have encouraging words. And I just, uh, I love all you guys. And, uh, Please don't hesitate to reach out to any any of us if you need help or if you need some encouragement. I'm here. You can contact me if you need something. Uh, we're here for one another to support one another. So I love you guys, and hopefully I'll see you guys at our next service. Have a good night.